that the Mar Shemayim, you should have your Shemayim, Kemore Bos of Adam. The way that you, the way that you have, the, the way that you fear Bos of Adam, flesh and blood, so you should fear Hashem. In Pashat Kedoshim, page Ayin Zayin. Amalot Talmidav Adkan. So the Talmidim, the Talmidim were, sounded like they were disappointed. The Talmidim asked Adkan, is, is that all? Adkan, that's, in other words, your great parting message to us, is that Yemar Shemaim, that's our home address, we should be, we should have Mar Shemaim the way that we have Mar Basav said, it would be great. Halavai. Halavai. Teidu. You should know that when a person is secretly doing an Aveira, he's hoping that nobody will see. That nobody will see him. So that fear of not being caught, of not being seen, just Moira Bos of Adam, Rabbi Yerachamazaki gives a brochet this Talmidim that they should fear Hashem in such a way. So we have to remember, the Rabbi says right away, we have to remember who is Rabbi Yerachamazaki's Talmidim? Who are we talking about? We know that Hashem has for Khalil or Hoyla Talmidim at Tanoim Kedoshi, Elian Marishamai, Yosem Rebos of Adam. We're talking about Tanoim. And the Rebbe, the Rebbe asks, Khalil, would we think, would anybody think that the Talmidim of Rabbi Yechem and Zakkai, he names a few of them in a, in a second, would anybody think that the Talmidim of Rabbi Yechem and Zakkai didn't have Yashemaim, the way that they're afraid of people catching them, but they don't, they're not thinking about Hashem as Baruch. Ubefrat, Ateidu Shomalhem Kishodom Oiva Aveir. And what Rabbi Yechimadzakeh says, that, what do you mean? Halavai. When a person is doing an Aveira, he's hoping that nobody will see him. But Halavai, that you should have such fear of Hashem. He's a shaykhist, so the Talmud of Akadoshim. What shaykhist does, does such a thing have with his, with his Talmudim? Shai ben Emer, Rabbi Eliezer HaGadu, Rabbi Yishu ben Chananya, Rabbi Loza ben Arach, Kamei Shomer Ba'avis. These are some of the Talmudim of Rabbi Yechimadzakeh. So the Rebbe says, "Vanachnu shamanu mitzadike hador." He says, "I heard about tzadikim a long time after the Tanoim, a long time after Birchem Etzaki and his Talmidim. Mitzadike hador befat zikeni akadosh Rebbe Rebbe Limelach v'yachiv akadosh Rebbe Rebbe Zushia, and especially about Rebbe Limelach and his brother Rebbe Zushia." Shahisa Lahem Yiras Hamalachim. That there were tzaddikim in recent times. And many during the days of the Rebbe Alamach and the Rebbe Zushu, whose Yerushamayim was not just that it wasn't like the Yerushamayim of Abbas of Adam, that Yiras Hashem like Malachim. 
who stand trembling every single second of their existence in the presence of God. And that's the Rebbe Ariel Melch, the Rebbe Ariel Zushi, the Tzaddikim like that. So how could it be that Rebbe Yerchem gives a bracha to his Talmidim, to say such a thing, that people are always worried about getting caught. You should also be, you should have a cheshmer like that with Hashem as well. Not to, not to be seen. In other words, you shouldn't do anything because you're worried that you're being watched. In Mechlal, it's hard to understand. Right, this is already a, a famous question. Whenever we have Gemaras like this, what Bechlal does it mean to give somebody a brocha that they should have Yerushamayim? What kind of a brocha is that? Yerushamayim is not a matter of a brocha, it's a matter of the person himself, that a person has to work for that. So what's the meaning of a brocha? Yerushamayim Yerushamayim is, is, is the established of a person. It's not a matter of a brocha. Machlal, it's a question, all brochas and ruchnis, the Mahashor and the Maral, many talk about these brochas. What does it mean to give a brocha and ruchnis? But especially with Yerushamayim, where it says, B'ferish and Gemara, HaKol B'day Shemayim, Chutz M'Yerushamayim. Yerushamayim is up to the person. But it's known that it says in Navi, that no Jew is ever utterly rejected, utterly excluded, and driven away by Hashem. Every single Jew has to have a tikkun. That when a person comes chas v'sholem, the mats of nomuch, that a person is in a very low place, lavra aveira, he's in such a low place that he feels that he can't control himself from being over and aveira. Obefrak yishali dezeh yida chas v'chalila, especially if it's such a serious aveira, where it could even have kares v'nichus. But the Torah says, for such a thing, you're cut off from Hashem. So, Kiloidach Menonidach means that Hashem doesn't let go of this person. Hashem Eno Oizvai. When you take the letters of the word Yetzer, and you spell the, the letters out. Shabaisis Yetzer Bimilua. Those Yud, Sadi, Reish. Yesh Hashem, Shindalat Yud. Yud, Sadi, Reish. Shekidei, this is similar to the, to the famous teaching of the Baal Shem Tov. But the Baal Shem Tov said that in the word Chait, the Aleph is silent. Right? And the word chet, the aleph is silent, and the aleph is Hashem, that's aleph shalom. That it means that even b'shas ma'isa, when a person is in a very low place, and his intention is to sin, and even though that sin, l'chara, looks like it's cutting him away from Hashem, 
and he's separating from Hashem, and Hashem will have nothing to do with him. The Aleph is there silently. So too in the word Yetzer. Shindalad Yud is hiding there in the Isis in the letters. That in order to give a person always a Jew always something that he could hold on to, not to slip, not to lose himself completely. The name Shindalad Yud is at the end. In the word Yetzer, the Yud is the Dalad, the Tzadi is the Yud, and Reish is Shin, from the word Yetzer. So the last letters are the Isis Shin Dalad Yud, which is Hashem. Kshemigia Haish Ad Hasayf, because means that when the person is at the end of his Yetzer, meaning he tried or he was... He was holding back, but he mamish can't. He can't. He's at the end. So at the end of the word Yetzer, the Oisi is spelled the name Shindalad Yud of Hashem. Hashem doesn't allow him to slip away completely. That every Jew has some, still, there is still some presence of Shin Dalad Yud, there's still some presence of the Aleph and the Chet of a Jew, that a Baruch is Layidach Menonidach. So that ultimately, ultimately the person will be able to climb back, will have a Tikkun in this world, the next world, another Gilgal, but the person is not utterly rejected. Lachain, page Ein Ches. Lachain. Me'ata Biyirazu. So, coming back to the question of how do you give somebody a bracha that he should have Yoshemayim? The Yoshemayim is an Indian of a person's Yishtadis. So what the Rebbe is explaining from the Svamagadayim is that there's a certain level of Yoshemayim that Pintaliyid, that tiny spark, that trace of God consciousness that a Jew has that Hashem Esbach keeps in that relationship with this Jew even though this Jew has done everything to mess up the relationship Lo Yidach Nidach means that Hashem preserves even in the Yetzer even in the Chet Hashem preserves that tiny drop of His presence so that the person not succumb completely to chait, in other words, lose himself entirely in chait. Evshel levarach is isha Israel. This you can give a bracha to a Jew that he should have yashemai. Now, what kind of a bracha is that for tanoim, right? But this kind of a bracha, that no matter what you do in your life, that you should have yashemai, you should have mari yashemai in such a way that nothing that you'll ever do in your life, regardless of how terrible it is should completely pull you away from him and allow you to fall down, down, down in the world of Chayim. This bracha you can give. Kevin should be Yodosh Lakash because this is not Biyad Bos of Adam. Even if the Bos of Adam is going to rebel against Hashem, and even he's doing everything to sin, and even if he's completely filled with the Eight Sahara, and he's giving into the Eight Sahara. 
there's a shmira that Hashem is Baruch protects this person. That I, I think that you probably have heard or you know that Alpidari that even Oisa Haish, even Oisa Haish, from the who the Christians worship, that even that person has a tikkun. It's brought down the Kitzvah after fifty thousand yovels. He has a tikkun. He's going to have an aliyah, which is a mahalach. Fifty thousand yovels. You can figure that out on your on your calculator. It's a long time. But, but he has a tick. He has a tick. He's also going to have a tick. He's a yid. And there's a part of him, there's a part of him that Hashem is holds on to. Kiloidach menonidach. This is beyond the Kaddish Baruch. This is in Hashem's hands. Now, is that for every single Jew? sounds like it's very Jew if Yashka is included it sounds like it's pretty pretty uh, inclusive so to give a bracha to another Jew that he should always no matter what he should always connect to this Yashamayim inside of himself that that's impossible for Hashem to let go of him but that of course is not the year that we're wishing for our children that's Hashem's holding on, which as a safety precaution is certainly important to know. But L'Chachila, we want other Jews to have, we're hoping that our children and that all Jews should have Yiri Yilah, which is to have great Yira of Hashem, Yira Sarevimus. Hashem can be Yira Yilah, Yif Shalavarach, that you can't give a brach. Which is not Hashem holding on, but a person holding on, but a person's efforts to hold on to Hashem and not to sin, not to be separated even for a second from Hashem. That's up to an individual's ishtadlus. That you can't help a person with. That's biyad ha'odam. That's up to the person. That the person himself must ascend to that. He must make that effort. When they said, when the students said, when the Talmudim of Rabbi Yechem and Zake asked for a bracha, the raw is kavanasan, and he saw their intention was she writes him she yevarchem beyoshemai that he that they were asking him to give them a bracha for yoshemai. Omolhem. So what Rabbi Yechemazaki was saying is that yoshemai, true yoshemai, yiri ilah, to be in awe of God. What that really means, yiri ilah. That is not an Indian of anybody giving you a bracha. So Amalahem, so what he said to them was, Sharak The only bracha that I can give a Jew for you, as far as your Shemaim is concerned is a bracha of Shloyidach Minanidah. I can only give you a bracha for the lowest level of year. But Yiri 
Yiri Yilah is something that you have to do yourselves. V'zesh Oymar HaPasik. And that's what the Pasik means. Va'ati Yisrael. And now Yisrael. Ma'ashem al-kecha shoyal mi'imach. What is it that Hashem Zbaruch asks of you? All that Hashem asks is that you should fear Him. to love Him. All Hashem asks of you, what Hashem asks of you is Yiri Eloah. Because as far as not allowing you to slip into the abyss of your, of your Averis, that Hashem can help you with as well. And that Hashem can take care of. And that Hashem agrees to take care of. But what is it that God asks of each and every person? To go higher and higher in everything in his life. Of course, the Rebbe's point is always to speak specifically to the Jews who are going through that Indian with him in the ghetto. And he says, that's why, of course, like in many of this form, this is certainly not the pshat in the Gemara. What we just learned, that's not the simple pshat in the Gemara. One has to understand what is the pshat in the Gemara. Because the questions are good questions. The answer that that there are different levels of Yira, that, that is essentially a, what, the answer that everybody says. That he wasn't giving them a bracha for the higher Yira, he was giving a bracha for basic year, which is Yehei for basic year, which is That raises other questions. Why were the Talmidim, what's the point of the Talmidim receiving such a bracha? These are Tanoim we're talking about, it's the same question. But the Nakuda, of course, is that the Rebbe wanted to give, to say something, Pateras Tefillah, regarding the Matzav that they were all in. Vihina he says, Gam kishachas v'chalila. Gam kishachas v'chalila. Hashem manish liyisha Yisraeli. Even at a time, the chasu shalom, Hashem is punishing a Jew. Who lezeh kavana. Hashem is punishing only with the intention of kiloyidach menonidach. Who lahashivai. Hashem is only punishing in order to cleanse this person in order to enable him to return, to come back, so that he wouldn't be completely cut off. But the Rebbe is saying, sometimes the suffering is so terrible that the person is not coming back. It's very hard. When a person is suffering in the way that we're suffering now, it's very hard to come back. It's very hard to, that this suffering should make us into better Jews, into better people. This is connected to what we were learning in the list, the list parasha that the Rebbe was saying, of what benefit is there that the yeshivas and the mikvahs are being closed? How is that supposed to help us get closer to Hashem? And the Rebbe is continuing with this mahalach. 
the Kevin Shai Dei Hayisurim Koshel Alis Malah. Through Yisurim, it's very hard to become better. Lachain Sarach Ish as Laira Bekirboi Rotsen Utshuka Lalis Yaiser. If all a person can do is that when he's going through suffering, is to try to be Ma'ira within himself, a longing and a desire, Lalis Yaiser, to ascend higher. The Gamlis Amech Lalis, to force himself to try to, to try to ascend. And then whether the person is able to improve or if he's not. By the effort that he's making, because he's understanding, he understands that the suffering is to move him to something better, to bring him to a place of to rise to a higher level. In other words, what, what the Rebbe is saying is that Hashem's intention and purpose is not that the person should be hurt. He's going to explain this a little bit more in a second. It's not that the person should be hurt. It's that through the lower fear, one should rise to the higher fear. The lower fear of punishment, the lower fear of death, the lower fear of suffering. That through that lower level of fear, one should ascend to a higher level of U.S. Arenumas. And by a person trying that, the Rabbi says, Mamtik hu He's able to sweeten the dinam. Mamtik hu He's mamtik the dinam. Kevin shein tachlis, kevin shein tachlis, hakavan is she yeshar, he ish beyirit atar, zubilvat. Since Hashem's intention is not for the person to remain in the lowest state of fear. Shlo just the fear of not sinning, but rather Hashem's intention is to bring him to a higher madrig of Yir Yilah. Yir Tata means to be afraid of not sinning because the sinning, afraid to sin rather, because the sinning leads to suffering and to difficulties and so on. That's the lower level of Yir. Hashem does not want the person to remain in that lower level of Yir. Just that he shouldn't sin. As we already, as we already learned. But it's not Hashem's intention. And it's not the tachlis of a Jew. Shaloyazik ha'isha Israeli levad, just that the person shouldn't be hurt. But rather, the intention of Hashem is that through this lower level of yira, yaliyosa, the person will push himself to go higher and higher. No, the Rebbe says, But the Rebbe ends and says, But the truth is, from what we see now, I mean, the question, the Rebbe says, The question is, this is how the Rebbe ends the Torah. 
question is, is he being elevated? Are we being elevated through our suffering? Hashem, we believe, we're trying to believe that your intention is to bring us to a higher level of Yeri Ilah, to bring us to think of you, to connect more deeply to you, to remember you, and so on and so forth. That's the purpose of all punishment, that's the purpose of all suffering, is to bring a person to a higher Yeri, to Yeri Ilah. But the Rebbe is asking for him, but the question is, is is the person being elevated? Are we being elevated? Or is it really Hashem just the opposite? What we see is that the opposite is happening. That through the suffering, kulai nishbar. The person becomes entirely broken. V'shoichev. He can't move. He lies, he sinks. He just lies down. He can't do anything. Kuloi nishbar v'shoichev. V'e'ef shaloi lalez. And he's unable to rise. I mean, here the Rebbe's just crying and begging for Hashem to stop with the suffering. That's all this is. Just Hashem's Hashem should stop with the suffering. What's the tachlis? It's not working. If your intention is to bring us closer to you and to bring us to higher madrigas of Yira, it's not working, so there's no point to it. There's no tachlis. Just be makar of us. This is not working. The person's, it reaches a point where a person is so broken that he's simply, it's simply, it's un, he's unable to rise. He can't change, he can't rise. I mentioned to one of the Chaburas last week, some of you were there, that on Shabbos, Shabbos Cholamayid, my parents were by us, and, and the, the kids were asking all kinds of questions about the Mulchama. You were there? I mentioned this last week. And the kids were asking questions. Like the kids the kids, 30, 31, 33, 31. And my kids are already up. But they're asking my father a lot of questions. And they wanted to have a better sense of what, the, of what happened when. And my father has an unbelievable memory of things from back then. Now his memory is not so good about recent things, but from back then he remembers everything. And, and my father was going through for around two and a half hours. They were asking him questions about what happened next, what happened next, what happened next. And I was very, I found it very interesting because there were things that I didn't know. I thought I knew all of these things. But there was certain pratim, like there was one prat that my father, I never heard. My father, they were, they were um, in a town, they were, the, the Germans marched them, they were, they were being marched through Austria. And it was, it was freezing, freezing cold, crazy. They being marched to Austria, and they came to this. They came to this village, and uh, right by the border, somewhere, my father said the name of the town. He said, "I just don't remember." And they were in this village, 
And the Germans let them stay in a school building for the night, which was unbelievable. So one of the kids said, wait, it was heated? My father said, no, it wasn't heated, but it was, <laughs> it was heated. My father said, well, heated? It wasn't heated, but it was in, there were walls, there was a ceiling. It was indoors. We wouldn't be able to, I'm sure we wouldn't be able to take it indoors there. But my father said, it was mamish unbelievable, it was a So we were there, and then, so then at, at, um, at night, so they, they, my father said, they were there for three nights. I never heard this. I said they were there for three nights. And they were exhausted because they had them marching, you know, straight for, for two weeks. And so they were for three nights. My father said, they didn't know what's going to, you know, they didn't know what's going to be. What's up? They're going to kill them. We're going. We're not going. They didn't know what's going to be. They were just enjoying. They, they didn't work. They were just sitting in this building, in this school building. So then there was a whole diyun that the Jews were having. They were talking to each other. There was some that said that they just can't go on. They can't, they, that if the, if the Germans tell us we're going, I'll just, we'll stay here. We'll, we'll just die. No, we're not, I can't, we can't go. They just didn't have the strength. And the others were saying, no, we have to. You know, they were like talking back and forth, and giving each other chizik. And, and then sure enough, the Germans came in and they, uh, and they started to scream to get up, to get up. Anybody that's not able to get up will stay behind. And there's, an, there's an infirmary you know, for the people who can't, for the ones who can't go on, who are so happy with the new accommodations, they can stay. So my father, my father got up, said, we get, not staying here. And uh, 90% my father said the Jews got up even though it was torture for them to move. They got up. My father had a very close friend. His name is Lippi. Lippa. Lippi. 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 He died, he died around 15 years ago. I knew him. And he, he didn't want to, he didn't want to leave. He was too weak. My father and a few friends, they pulled him and they pulled him. And they said, Lippi, we gotta get, we're getting out of here. I'm going to stay with you. They're going to kill everybody here. The sick ones, they're going to kill. They always did that. So, my father with the, with the rest of his friends, those guys, they resumed the walk, and which the Nazis, Imachimam, took them. My father said to Matas in the concentration camp. But the accommodations were not like that. But my father survived. Lippi also survived. A couple of the other people that were there might have survived. And then my father said that the Jews that stayed behind, so right away, so what happened with the guys? It stayed. So my father said, three hours later, the Americans came <laughs> and, and, took, and, helped, and saved them. Americans came over there and, and took care of these Jews, helped them. The Germans ran away. Three hours later. I thought it was going to have like, a good ending. <laughs> so my, I asked my father, so what did Lippi say? Like, they, you know, you took you drank to my house. <laughs> like, he was going to be in three hours. They ended up being in my house for like nine months <laughs> in the concentration camp. Because the Americans didn't go. They were there by the border. And they, they, so, so my father said, well, okay, what can you do? I said, I said like, they, how do you feel about them? My father said, oh, that's what I was the Mitzvah. So usually it's not good to stay with the Nazis. That time it would have worked out. You know what I'm saying? But that was the whole thing with the Muhammad. You never knew like what to do. You were always going crazy. What should we do? 
So then, so I never knew that. It was an interesting thing. I never heard that. In all the years, I never heard my father tell this parish, the school building, and leaving. And he told exact dates. He said that this was at this date, this date, and that's where we were, and then we went. And then my father, the Nakur that I wanted to tell you, as I, as I said at the Chabur, is that my father said that, that then they decided they, they were marching them, and they, and they went then to Matthaus, and they went through the seven Maduras of Gehenim over there. And then after that, they were liberated from Mauthausen. Actually, my father and a couple of the guys, when they opened, when the Germans ran away, they didn't wait for the Americans to come, and the Germans ran away because the Americans were coming. The Germans started running. So my, my father didn't want to stay in the camp and wait for the Americans. He was afraid what was going to be over there. So a lot of the Jews that could still go, they just ran. My father said it was so crazy because in the forest, while they're running, there are Germans trying to shoot Jews. The Germans are running, and, the, and Jews are running, and the Germans are still shooting at Jews. It was, he said it was so crazy. It was pitch dark in the forest. Bullets and shootings. We just kept on running. And then they, and my father said they came to, they came to the, it was, the, it was getting light, and they came to the end of the forest, uh, clearing at the end, and my father said they were lined up, like five or six American tanks. They were lined up, a bunch of t- American tanks. Because they saw from the start, they were American tanks. And, and, and my father said that they came out there, <clears throat> and they were so excited that they just started screaming. And then the tanks, like, turned their things. They were going to kill, the, they were going to kill my father with his friends. They just aimed the, their guns, like, turned to... And they didn't know what to do. They didn't speak. And they, they, didn't know, they didn't know any English what to scream. So they, so one of them screamed out, screamed out, Amcha. They started screaming, Amcha, Amcha. And there was a Jew. There was one of the American soldiers was a Jew. And he stopped. He said, wait, 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 because it was still a little dark. And he said, these are Jews. And they're American soldiers, and they took the Jews. They brought them to a, they brought them to a, a camp, a DP camp. And um, my father said that eventually, all my that happened with the DP camp, and he was there for a while, and he was in the hospital. And then while my father was in the, in the hospital, he was in the hospital in the DP camp until he was able to recuperate. And then so my kids asked my father, one of my kids asked my father, so like during that time, did you find out yet what happened to your... Did you find out what happened to your parents? Did you find out what happened to your parents? Did you find out what happened to your brothers and your parents? So my father said, no, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't know what happened to them. So my son asked, so did you try to send uh, like a telegram or did you go in the office there where the Americans were? To, to the... So my father said, no, I didn't look into anything at that time. So... So the kids were asking, Daddy, why not? My father just looked at us, and my father said, I didn't have any feelings. I wasn't thinking about my parents and brothers. I don't know. I just, none of us did. We were just, at that time, we were just trying to eat something. That's all, just have some bread. We didn't know. We weren't thinking. After that, we started to feel better. And then and they went, he went back to his hometown looking for his, who was alive. But he said, we weren't, he said, you're talking about Kilo, we had feelings like regular people. He said, we didn't have any feelings. There was no feelings. We didn't talk. We just were trying to eat like animals. We didn't have any feelings. Like my father says, like in the movies, they show like, they show like a concentration camp, like they're being a romance, you know, between a guy and a girl. 
in a concentration camp. They had, remember, there was once this, the, many years ago, there was a thing called Shoah, something like that. There was, I don't remember, some documentary, like in five or six parts about the Holocaust. And they had, like, guys and girls, Jews, like, like falling in love in the concentration camp. My <laughs> Girls, love. Since there was no girls, there was no love. There was nothing. There was nothing. Nothing. No feelings. Empty. Nothing. Nothing we spoke about. All we ever spoke about was we were talking about whose mother made a, a better kogel. We used to compare kogels and charlons. That's what we used to talk. Other than food, he said. We weren't in such a place. So what the Rebbe is saying here at the end is that you're saying you're, 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 you have this program that through suffering a Jew can become closer to you. And he could go from a lower era to era to ilah. But the Rebbe says but it comes to a place in a person's suffering that he just doesn't feel anything. It just doesn't work. So what's the tachlis? Because Hashem, you're not punishing for the sake of punishing. You're punishing to help us get better. But it's not working because we just don't feel that anymore. People are just broken. Reaches a point where people are suffering so much that they're so broken, they're just not able to do anything. So that's so it should end the suffering. And that's what's hinted at in the puzzle. The Jews should always try. No matter what, they should always try as hard as possible. Liz Kaddish, begamtis kachu yoiser v'yoiser, and more and more kedusha. I feel kishakvar tiu kedusha. Even even if you already reach a place, I feel kishakvar tiu kedusha. V'oz kani Hashem elokeichem, shagam elokim bechinas din, yumshach lebechinas havai rachem. Through your efforts to become Kaddish in the matzah that you're in, Hashem promises that Ki Kaddish Ani Havaya Elokeich, that the Elokim, the Midas Adin, that the Midas Adin will be elevated to a place of Midas Erach. Ani Havaya Elokeich, that the Din, that the Dinim will be softened. That if you could try whatever you can, this Kaddish and Beisim Kedusha make any effort you can in your difficulties to reach higher levels of Kedusha, then that will unleash in your lives Havaya Elokeich. That the Midas Adin will have a Hamtake and B'chines Din Yumshach L'B'chines Havaya Rachman. That there'll be a Hamshoche of the B'chines Din into the B'chines of Havaya Yudkei Vavkei, which is Rachman. Again, it's not the Pshat in the Pasik, it's not the Pshat in the Gemara, but it's the crying and the begging and the tefillahs of a desperate tzaddik who was trying to give chizik to the people who were with him. But we should be zarchenat, <coughs> we should be zarchenat to see the nekama. That Hashem should take nekama for all that happened to these Jews and to all the Jews that suffered through such things. We should be soon. Come. We have a minute.